The views expressed in this interview are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of the U.S. government, the Department of Defense, the U.S. Navy, or the Naval Postgraduate School. Welcome to the Trident Room, brewer of stout conversation, unfiltered and on tap. On today's episode, senior producer Sarah Dixon sits down with the Love Shack's Chef Love Day. So good morning. Welcome to the Trident Room podcast. I am Sarah Dixon, today's host. And our guest today is Chef Love Day, the chef of the Del Monte Cafe. And Chef Love Day was born in the Seychelles in 1957. And for those of you like me who didn't know where the Seychelles are, the Seychelles is, is an archipelago of 115 islands in the in the Indian Ocean off the east coast of Africa, north of Madagascar. So I learned something today. Great. Uh, he, grew, he grew up there and came to San Jose, California in 1980. While in the Seychelles, he, he served in the army. And he moved to Santa Maria and started working for a car dealership and customer service for his first job in the United States. Chef Loveday always had the dream to become a U.S. citizen, and his dream finally came true in 2012. So yes. congratulations. That's wonderful. Thank you. Uh, Chef Loveday has been a cook at the Bayonet and Black Horse Golf Courses, as well as he has worked with celebrity food network chefs in places like Carmel, Pebble Beach, Beverly Hills, and Los Angeles, and has built his career yep. with those experiences. Yes, I did. And then our very own MPS Chef Love Day is famous around the world for being the one to see um, when anyone from abroad arrives at MPS. So when we ever have international guests, they come to see Chef Love Day. Um, and why? Because of the delicious meals he serves, which I can attest for having been a, you know, yeah. A, a visitor of the Del Monte Cafe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh, it, it it it's those things like that. It really make me excited with my life when I do things for for people, you know, because uh, I've been growing up with a huge, large amount of family. My father had eighteen of us. Wow, 18 kids yes. from your father. So, uh, but that's not only with one mom, so we know. But still, we're still brothers and sisters, no matter yep. what. Yep, still family. So, and, uh, but my family been spread around the world. So, and it is, some of them I never met before. But I'm starting to catch up with them, but they're through Facebook, or I would overseas, I've been to Australia and meet some of them. So, and, and uh, so, uh, it's, uh, it's a thing about my parents, especially my father, always say, always help people, no matter what. Because it's going to be always come back to you someday. And I think, I believe it's a true statement. So, and that's what I've been doing at MPS also. When I worked for the dealership, I did that. That's why they put me in that job. They offered me that job because once at the dealership, they, uh, the owner came up to me and says, we cannot get nobody to understand our customers when they're upset. He says, it sounds like you are. I says, how do you know that? He says, I think people stop and listen to you because you have that heavy accent, which is the French accent. He said, people kind of, they stayed be mad and they 
mellowed out a little bit, just be able to hear because the accent, you know, and it make them smile and come down a little bit, and then we can discuss the problem and make it, you know. So that's one of the things, you know, I, I, I did it at my at the dealership when I worked. You know, he gave me the job and I took it. That's and right. I ride that way with it till I left. But MPS is a total different world for me because uh, when I first started MPS, it was just like, I felt like I said, back into military active duty. I'm not, but I, I feel like the way I said it, it is. I'm serving yeah. back to them. So that was one of my questions is, did you find NPS or did NPS find you? I actually, the executive chef was here. I used to be working with underneath, underneath his wing everywhere he goes. Bennett Black also was one of the place. And then the Carmel Valley, the Sienna Carmel, it was another place he recruited me. So, because most of the time that's what a chef move around. If you're a good shoe chef and stuff like that, and then they bring you along with them. So they, you know, they build you, make you better. So he introduced me to NPS. So, so that's what I came on, on so board. So he came, came here as the executive chef, you were his sous chef, and then you grew, as his time to move on from NPS, and he left, you grew and became the executive chef. Yes, yes. that's correct. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, and now I'm finally retired. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we're, we're here to celebrate Chef Love Day because he is retiring from Naval Postgraduate School on 31 August 2023. And yes. that's after how many, how many years? I, I calculated, well I can calculate, I believe it's what 22, but the, the, uh, the whole, uh, which is all these sick leave I had, built. Yes. He went into my retirement, so it put me to 23 years service Wow! In, uh, with, with the Navy here at MPS. So, and I'm pretty proud of that. That is definitely and, something uh, proud I wasn't one of the kind of person to always call sick, abuse your sick leave, and do this and do that. That I didn't expect I'm going to have that much sick leave in the book. When I saw it, I was like, whoa, this is amazing because most people use it and then you ran out. And I even donated some during COVID time. Wow. So, and it was one of those things I wanted to do, so I donate some of my sick leave. So, so what was the journey from customer service at the car dealership for your first job in the United States to becoming a chef, a sous chef that was on the Food Network? I feel uh, customer service is no matter what, where you are, where you, what you do. Any job, business, or whatever, you do, it's customers is always there. But me, I took that customer service to bring the MPS and to continue build that customer service to the men and women serve for our country. And when I say men and women also, and I do not forget all the rest of men and women in the uniform is as policemen, fire department, nurses, doctors, teacher in school, all that, they're all serving. I did the same thing, I'm doing the same thing. I'm serving back and give them the best service I could in their life. And service through the food. To the food. And the delicious food that you make. Yes. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's wonderful. Um, 
So how I actually found out that you were retiring, one of my friends attended one of your Corks and Forks nights that my understanding is you started this Corks and Forks event here at MPS. And um, yes, yeah, so she attended and she loved it. She spoke highly of it. So can you tell, tell, tell us about how you started Corks and Forks and what you enjoyed about the experience of doing these Corks and Forks events? Uh, Cork and Fork, uh, when our director, I was working just strictly underneath before this director, and I first came on board, and after we were here for, I was here for a while, and uh, the executive chef uh, was here, and we would sit down and talk about, a little bit about pairing, okay? So what I did, and uh, I was, I got involved with a tasting uh, room, okay, because I want to know a little bit about wine, and I wasn't a, a wine guy, I was strictly a beer kind of guy, but I pushed myself into that because I, because to be a chef, I want to know how I can pair it, okay? So when I started learning about the wine and stuff like that, and then I came back one week and I to sit down with uh, the executive chef and I proposed that to him and I said, hey, I said, maybe we should create a wine pairing here. And he said, oh, well, now we can talk to the director, which is a big boss, and uh, we'll see what what we can do and uh we went forward with it and it came back like it was too much work you know it's just like well you know it is and that and i was like i said okay it's you know but i was always throwing back in the bucket uh, throwing back in that basket and always say something and throw in the basket hey we should do this we should do that and behind my back of my mind also what i was planning to do with with the previous uh um, the director we had, which was Megan Ryan, great lady, okay, she's the one hired me, of course. Mm -hmm. And uh, right behind uh, the ladies' room, that room called uh, that small, room? that small little room. Yes. Yeah. When I saw that little room, and it automatically opened my eyes, I'm just like, that can be a perfect spot to have a wine bar, a tasting room, that we can bring all the spouse. You know, after a long day with the kids from home, and I still remember that. <laughs> after a long day with the kids from home, and he give them a break. The husband goes home, or what can take out the kids from school, or, or and then the, the spouse can come back and sit down, enjoy a nice glass of wine, and I can talk about the wine. You know, I can present the wine to make them feel again the morale, the relief from home from pressure. Husband is cool, having a hard time. They sacrifice themselves to be home with the kids, you know. They need that break. Absolutely. They so it was all from my heart and my my feeling I have, the love I have to be able to do that, which again, go back to customer service. It is a service to do, to give back to them. Absolutely. So is somebody going to continue on Corks and Forks? Even, even after you leave MPS, is Corks and Forks going to continue? It will continue, but before I, if I will answer that question, and then to make it Cork and Fork start, and then when uh, Captain Wiley arrived in Monterey to our, for our CEO, and then Carl uh, Rhodes, which is my direct boss, okay, and they went around and visit every facility, which is the Love Shack was <laughs> one, okay? And they came back, we sat outside and with the executive chef and asked me all this question about how's the business going and so on. And I exp expressed that, 
okay? And uh, Captain Wally turned around and said, yes, I heard so much about you before I came here to be the CEO of the base. Because he came from China, Lee. Wow. So, and I said, well, thank you, sir, for all, you know, good thing you're here. And so, and and then as we talked and stuff like that, and I came up cork and fork again, come to find out Captain Wally is, is a local guy from Soledad. His oh. parents own a farm down there. They still do. So he knows about wine. He knows about the local wine, the local everything. So I brought it up to him. Okay, and he turned around and told me, he says, well, we need to talk to Kyle Wordis, you know, see if we can do that. We did, and then, of course, he says, yes, let's do it. Let's try it, see how far we can go with it. And, uh, and we did, and, and, uh, and I was really pushing it to do, make it happen. And, uh, and I think it came out to be very good and very successful. And I was told also from, the bo from my boss and stuff like that, people come to Cork and Forks because of me. I did not believe that. <laughs> Tell you the truth, I did not. So after a few months ago, and uh, when people start, know I'm going to leave, you know, and, and, uh, and they came back to me and says, you know, Chef, you know, it says, we comes out cork and fork is because of you. It's who you are. The food's always good, and you always have a smile on your face. And you always come around and talk, greet people and talk to anybody. He says, that's why we come. He said, otherwise, we will never come. We will do once, maybe probably come back again. He said, but you do such a wonderful job. That's why we keep on coming. And that's why there's a repeat of seeing customer over and over. Then we are, of course, we are going to want to. And we're getting very successful with it. To go back, what we asked me earlier about that, if it will continue, yes, it will be. What are they talking to me right now? And they're talking to keep me here as a part-timer to focus on cork and fork. Oh, that sounds wonderful. And I, I did say yes, but we didn't come to an agreement yet. Okay. So if hopefully either this week or next week, you know, I'm going to sit down with them. We're going to discuss the whole thing, see how we're going to make that happen. So hopefully a, a temporary pause in the hosting of cork and forks while you work through what your part-time schedule looks like based on what NPS wants for Cork and Forks to continue. But hopefully we'll we'll see Corks and Forks continue in the future. Yes, it will continue in, uh, because uh, it, it, it's a program, uh, the, the, the CEO and, uh, and Kyle, of course, and I didn't want to let you know, get rid of it because people have so much fun in that event. See? Yes, I've, I've heard it's a wonderful time. Where were you? <laughs> I, I will admit, I have not attended some events like that because for me personally, I see it as like a very good date night to go with with my husband to an event. And unfortunately, my husband's not stationed here with me. He is stationed down in San Diego. Oh, so I didn't know that. I have not gone to Corks and Forks because I personally don't really want to go by myself. And some of my friends... They don't really drink wine the same way I do. So, but I will, if there's another one before I leave here, then I will absolutely come. Okay. Well, that's good. You know, I mean, it's not everybody, like I said, sometimes it's not for everybody who want to go. Some people don't drink and some people, either the husband don't drink wine, the wife does. And that's why they, you know, okay, I don't go because he doesn't drink wine, you know, try to please. Which the whole thing about that, I really understand because I've been in the wine business for so long. 
and I've been in a food business for 30 plus <laughs> in the food business. So, and I really enjoy what I do with food, with food, because it's a, it's a, it's passion, very passion. You know, you have to be love what you do to create a nice meal because food is a comfort for people. It make people happy. People, a lot of people probably don't know that, or if they do, they don't want to say anything about it. Uh, to go back about make people happy. I've been having a lot of students every single graduation, okay, or right before the graduation, come up to me and uh, tell me, Chef, the hard time we are going to uh, go to class at MPS is very, very hard. It's very difficult. You make us go through it because of your food and your smile. You give it back to us. Yes. That it, it's special for me. It's very, very special for me. I say, I think that leads into the Love Shack and <laughs> the story behind the nickname of the Del Monte Cafe. Um, so for the listeners who are new to MPS that arrived in July of 2023, they unfortunately didn't get to see the Love Shack because it was gone. Yeah. Um, I was lucky enough for my first year here, the, the little shack, I don't know how else to describe it besides, you know, it was a little shack in the courtyard outside of the MPS Foundation Cottage and the Dudley Knox um, Library. Mm -hmm. That was the Del Monte Cafe before the ground was broken and now we have this very beautiful structure of the Del Monte Cafe in the courtyard. So I'm interested in hearing the story of the Love Shack nickname from Chef Love Day himself. <laughs> uh, it's uh, the Love Shack. Uh, okay, when I first when I first started the uh, Cafe Del Monte and uh, before I come to Love Shack, I uh, my the, the director before that came up to me with the executive chef said, "Hey, we're gonna do uh, a, 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 a Cafe Del Monte. It's a trailer. We're gonna." put it out there and say it's a kitchen, it's gonna be very small and we would like you to run it. And I says, well, we need to discuss the whole thing about that because I'm gonna be in charge of it. So we'll go through the whole process, make, I'm gonna to try to make that a little short. And uh, and I say, oh, yeah, I will go ahead and, and do it. And then I did, and I got involved into Cafe Del Monte. And then uh, the menu was very basic, easy, you know, just like a cold sandwich, a salad, and uh, a cheeseburger, and a chicken sandwich, and uh, that's it. And inside Cafe Del Monte, we have a small area where we serve Starbucks also, which is, I know about Starbucks, all of that. And uh, as, as we were going with business, and uh, every client come back to me, including the, the professor, the faculty and stuff, they came up to his shop, he goes, you know, we missed the tie hat because the tie hat used to be as a trailer. Every single day comes in, comes out. He said, can you create like a curry? Can you create this? Can you create that? I'm the, from the Seychelles Island. <laughs> we eat a lot of curry. We do a lot of curry. And I said, I don't have a problem with that. I can make it happen. And I did. And I create all that meal and make it happen. Okay, and build it, and build it, build it. Okay, after that, and uh, a lot of people says, always oh, ask me about my name. I says, I, it's, it's Love Day, you know. And then people says, never heard it, or it's a great name, and so on and so on. I say yes, and then, and then somebody came up and says, 
why you don't name this place after you? I says, I can't because that's belonged to the Navy. I cannot change that. You know, they put Cafe Del Monte. Says, no, maybe you should. We call it like a nickname, you know. And so uh, I went to, uh, and I said, okay, I says, I check into it. I said, I'm not going to say nothing to my boss. And I'm going to make a, a like a, a surprise, like, you know, like as a joke. So I went to the marketing and one afternoon late, and then she was there, and I, and I walked in, I talked to her, I said, yes, yeah, you know, I would like to propose that too. Can you make me a banner? And she goes, for four. For, for what? For it's four. And I said, it's for Café Del Monte. He said, what do you want to say? And she was Filipino, okay? And then uh, I said, well, we would like to rename we don't make a joke, and I put a banner and wrap around where you say Cafe Del Monte, and uh, call the Love Shack. <laughs> and she goes, and she laughed. She think it was funny, yeah. and she said, "Well, I make it happen." I said, she said, "Well, I do it tomorrow night. Come back and pick it up." And uh, I said, "But don't sit nothing to the director and nobody else. It's me and you." And then uh, I went back and pick it up. But when she wrote it, she didn't put the Love Shack. She called it the love shock. Oh no! <laughs> so somebody caught it and uh, brought it back to me and was like, "Hey, this is wrong." I was like, "What do you mean?" He said, "Yeah, it's a love shock, not love shack." I'm like, so I went back with Chris, so we make a big joke out of it. We laugh. So, but that love shack uh, started because of my name, the love, love day. Okay, and it was a little shack, a little trailer, and we just, I had to came up and said, might as well just pick the Love Shack because today was telling name after you. And I said, Love Shack. I love it. Okay, and that's how it came up to be the Love Shack. So, and there's a little bit more I can tell you about probably in the next question you asked me. And, uh, but yeah. people throughout the world know the shack at MPS. Yes. I only, honestly, I only knew it as the name, the Love Shack. When somebody was like, oh, the Del Monte Cafe, I was like, oh, you mean the, the ground they're breaking, this new building? And they're like, well, that's technically the name of the Love Shack. But I was like, no. I was like, it's just the Love Shack to me. Yeah. Um, but I have heard that now that we have the beautiful big structure that is now the Del Monte Cafe, that it's no longer a shack, so we can't call it the love shack anymore. No. I, I've heard, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on hearing this, <laughs> but the word on the street is yes. that it's the love chateau. Yes, voila. Yeah, voila. So it's a chateau. Your français is a chateau, you know? You, you say it way better than I do. I, can, I do not speak French, but uh, I, I love that name. I am definitely going to, uh, to, spread, to continue to spread the love chateau. Um, I think that's a beautiful legacy for you to have after your 23 years here at NPS. Thank you. I think it is because I think well, that's what people is looking for. And people is not looking for a Cafe Del Monte. We have, we have the Hotel Del Monte. We have Del Monte, Del Monte Boulevard. Yeah. You know, we have so many Del Montes here. We don't have an, enough love chateaus. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of students and also a lot of people tell me, you know, you should have your name out there on on. on, on on the platform, put your name, you know, your name is to be stay forever. I said, but that's not my decision. That's decision of the command, right. what Navy you want to do, or, you know, so it's not mine. If they want to do it, come to me, ask me if it's okay to do it, please go for it. Because uh, I think what I did at MPS, uh, I cannot explain what I, I just cannot explain what I did at MPS.
thanks for joining us in the Trident Room. For more information about today's guests and topics, please visit the show notes. The Trident Room Podcast has been brought to you by the Naval Postgraduate School Alumni Association and Foundation. For questions, comments, and suggestions, please email us at tritonroompodcasthost at nps.edu and find us online at nps.edu slash tritonroompodcast.com.